get along, little doggy. Saddle up, gal. Strap up them bootstraps for this week's episode of the Millennial Man Child Podcast. Yeah! Oh Jesus, man. I I really need to come up with a real intro so I can quit punishing you poor folks who actually listen to this. But hey, welcome back folks. This is the 18th episode of the Millennial Manchild podcast. And as always, uh, I'm your host Miles Casey. I hope you're having a good week. I hope this finds you in good spirits. I know I had a great week. That that episode last week had me going. I was fired up after it and kind of used that to snowball into a successful week. A strong week for me. Um I was able to get a lot of work done. You know, I was writing, I was journaling, I was meditating, I was exercising. I was just hitting all the beats. And when you're hitting all the beats, it's just like it starts to flow a little bit. And that's what this week's episode is going to be about, kind of. We're going to talk about some, you know, using that momentum. I know I talked a little bit about it last week. We're going to keep it going this week. Talk about momentum. <clears throat> Excuse me. And talk about stoicism as well. Because I think with the momentum and mixing that in with stoicism, you can really kind of... Uh, get this good formula for success and keeping yourself in a healthy mental state and just working hard and doing the right thing to kind of live that virtuous and happy life. So that's the plan. We're going to talk about that later. But uh, as for now, we'll give you a little update on the past week. <clears throat> it was good. Like I said, <clears throat> I must admit, though, it wasn't perfect. I had some slip ups. One of the big ones was a... Uh, yeah, I already fucked up the Sabbath that I had planned, you know. Not because of social media. I was good about staying off of social media all day yesterday. Um, was also good about getting out of the house. Did You know, went on a walk, went down to the coffee shop, did some writing, some journaling, reflective stuff, getting ready for the week, setting myself up for another win, all that stuff. But I must admit, I, uh, I because I'm a, I'm a heathen and a degenerate, I did end up smoking. Uh... But I think it was for a good cause. I went to go watch uh, the new Black Panther, and I wanted to get a little bit high before it. You know, no, no harm, no foul. It wasn't crazy. I didn't go off the rails, but I did. You know, break that rule. So we'll try a little bit better next next Sunday. We'll see. But it was a good day still. Really enjoyed it. By the way, Black Panther finally got to see it. It's fucking awesome. If you haven't seen it, you should probably go. Um, I won't do any spoilers here, but. Like, it really did live up to the hype for me, and it was, like, really hyped, I feel like, too. So, I guess it was nice because it was fresh. I didn't know anything about the characters. I didn't know what Wakanda was. I didn't have any of the background. So, I guess I really liked that. It was just like, oh, this whole concept's really cool. The message was really fun and, like, uplifting. And there were some great performances by the actors. Cool costumes. All that good stuff that you want out of, like, a superhero movie, you know? And it wasn't corny, like... Some of those fucking superhero movies are so corny and just cheesy jokes that uh, I guess people love that stuff, but I hate it and it drives me nuts. And it wasn't really that. So, yeah, just a good movie. Definitely check that shit out. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. Went back to the driving range for the first time in forever. That was the first time I've swung a golf club in years, everybody. So, felt good to get back to doing that. Um, and the good news is I still fucking got it. Yeah. No surprise, obviously, I'm a badass. 
and <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it was nice. I was hitting the ball pretty straight. My back doesn't hurt today, or you know, been like two days ago, but doesn't hurt. Was a little hands were a little sore. Other than that, it was good. I got back at it quick. Picked up right where I left off, and that means like, you know, I could maybe fend off shooting in the triple digits. <laughs> so it's not like I'm good by any means, but. For me, fending off those triple-digit numbers, that's a good day. That's a good day on the course. So I think I could still pull that off. Maybe here soon I'll go go hit the links and see what's up. So I'll report back to you to you folks with that. But it was fun. It's nice to get out there. Um, also, last week I finally ventured out, got out of the comfort zone. Thanks to that little fired-up motivational podcast. Got, got me all fired up, but um, got went to a new open mic. Went to the Comedy Palace, and I'm looking forward to going back. It was a good, a good spot to do comedy. Had a good crowd. A lot of people show up, so you got. I'm going to get there a little earlier next time. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a cool spot. I have to admit, didn't go well. Definitely feel like I bombed there pretty hard. Haven't listened to the tape yet because I don't really want to too badly. But, yeah, uh, it's fine. Check that off the list. I've already bombed at that place, and now don't have to worry about it. When am I going to bomb here? I don't know. Oh, already did it, folks. Boom. Don't even have to worry about it. Already done. So that that was fun, but I rebounded. <clears throat> Had another performance at Winston's on Friday night, and that was awesome. Uh, went much better than <laughs> the Tuesday night performance, and that's probably because... I don't know. I was a little looser. Wasn't just like trying to say thing one way. And, you know, Winston's kind of like the home court, home field advantage for me too. So that was probably helped a little bit. But yeah, so it was fun. Even got a few high fives after. That doesn't always happen. So yeah, fun little night there. And also, the biggest thing that happened last Thursday was I got to see the legend Doug Stanhope perform at Winston's. So literally the next night, I was on the same stage as just one of the my favorite comedians he's a genius very underrated in many ways because he's kind of vulgar and, and dark but it was amazing he had that place fucking rocking it was packed there was like standing room only and he killed it he, he performed up there for like an hour and a half of just that was his first time hitting the road in a few like four months almost so he was a little rusty but he you know he was shaking off the rust and he got up there and he had that place rolling it was awesome to see him up there and then I got to get up on the stage the next night. So that was cool too. Yeah, so fun week last week and just looking to kind of roll that motivation and that momentum and keep it going this week. So uh, yeah, if you're liking the podcast, don't forget to rate. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a comment, all that stuff. It really helps me out and I would appreciate it. So yeah, uh, but without further ado, we'll get into the episode. Enjoy. Slapping your teeth, boy. Yeah. Chip the whip. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Bitch, I feel good. Don't I look stupendous? My shine is so endless, and shit you can do to end this. Even when I'm dead, niggas still gon' bump that chip shit. Coke, white, escalate on sixes for you dipshit. So you won't forget this. Me and rest, nigga, be the coldest. Cleveland is the city where it's hustle or you hopeless. 
In my closet like a stove, bitch. Only difference is you ain't gon' find this in no stove, bitch. I'm fresher than your whole clique. G-Shock over DC grinding every time you see me. That Louis Vuitton complete me now. R.I.P. the act while I'm out here stunting with Kiki. I be riding super tent. I'm a ghost. You never see me. Cause I'm up above. I'm in the clouds. I'm rolling up. I'm looking down. Chipping the house. Y'all stop your breathing. I'm a superhero. What's up, everybody? So... I want to talk about momentum and stoicism today because I want to build a little bit off of last week's motivation episode for myself here. I want to try and start finding ways to maybe set myself up for a win a little bit better and find ways to build that momentum that I kind of talked about a little bit last week because I do have a tendency sometimes to get in my own way or give up before I get started sometimes, and that's not really a good attitude, especially when you're trying to do something on your own, when you're trying to create something where you're the only one involved. You know what I mean? Especially with stand-up comedy, basically. You have to be motivated. You have to be out there doing the work and writing and getting on stage as much as possible. So in that vein of following the motivation, I want to build with the momentum of last week's episode and this week. And one way I think I can really do that is by implementing a little bit more stoicism into my life. Um, Stoicism has been something I've been aware of now for, you know, maybe three or four years. But it's had a very profound effect on me because I don't know if I just really related to it or I've just found a lot of the little practical nuggets of wisdom that are within the stoic philosophy so useful what it is exactly, but I I feel like it's something that can help a lot of people in today's kind of crazy modern society. But what's so interesting about that to me is that these guys, you know, were thinking these thoughts literally almost 2,000 years ago. The, the founders of it, you know, Marcus Aurelius and Seneca were, you know, alive in like the 100 ADs or whatever it was. So it's very cool that These people who all they did was sit around and try to think about some of the deeper questions of life. Figuring out what is important. How you should spend your time. Kind of what is the best way to go about it. They would just sit around all day thinking about that stuff. Which is not really something we do too much of today, right? I mean, it's easy to always be entertained with something. Whether you're always, like for me, if I'm always listening to music or watching YouTube or using social media... I'm not exactly spending as much time as I should just kind of reflecting or thinking about how I should be spending my time or maybe, you know, preparing my life to be or set myself, you know, preparing my life to set myself up for success. And stoicism has a lot of practical little nuggets of knowledge that can kind of help do that. At least from my exam, my, my experience. Um, and what it's done for me, you know, it's kind of helped lessen my anxiety in the past when I am reading stoicism about stoicism and thinking that way consistently you know you're more in the present you're more focused on what you can control and not letting whatever kind of shitty situation comes your way or whatever it may be kind of throw you off your path you're able to kind of you know put the blinders on and be like you know what this other bullshit yeah it's happening to me and it may suck or it may be bad or that may have not went the way I wanted it to. But 
I'm going to keep doing what I can control, which is the work, which is, you know, staying true to me and that type of stuff. And that's really where stoicism gets a lot of its good, you know, good content and like it's about being a virtuous and good life, that type of stuff. They also, what's interesting about, you know, the Stoic philosophy is that they're some of the first to admit that life is very difficult. It's very hard for a lot of us, you know? We all have struggles in the way we perceive things and the, way, the things that come our way. It's not, it's not easy. None of it's easy. And, I mean, one of the ways they kind of describe life is through an, a story uh, called the, the Myth of Sisyphus, which is about this man who is forced for eternity to push a boulder up a mountain. And as he close, gets top, closer to the top of the mountain, he, every time he slips and the boulder falls all the way back down to the bottom and he has to start over. And that's kind of how the Stoics see life, you know. It might be a little dark, but it really is that way sometimes, you know. Just when you think things are going good, you're getting in your groove, you know, the rug gets pulled out from under you and you're falling, tumbling down the mountain right next to that boulder that you've been pushing up, working so hard to, you know, get, get to the top of that mountain. And basically, they just, the Stoics' idea is just to help you be prepared for when that, terrible situation happens to let you you know maybe put those blinders on if you need to or be able to stay calm in the face of a crazy storm of you know what kind of ever bullshit is coming your way so basically next what i want to do is share with you a couple things from this uh book i like to read from called the daily stoic and it just has 366 meditations on wisdom perseverance and the art of living and it's just like something I, when I'm doing my best stuff, when I'm in my best routine, you know, working out, journaling, meditating, and reading this every day to start my morning, I am in a better place usually. I'm just feeling more prepared. I'm in a better headspace. And it kind of comes back to being disciplined, which is another stoic idea, being disciplined and, you know, not giving into your first urge. And sometimes waiting for that second urge to come along and, you know, make the better, tougher decision. But anyways, I wanted to share with you a couple passages from here and talk about them a little bit. And then uh, I'll give you a couple of uh, other things that I've learned about Stoicism from. So maybe you can kind of get your base about it as well. Because I think it's a very interesting philosophy and very useful if you uh, are willing to dive into it a little bit. But anyways, this passage is actually from today in the book. It's from March 5th. Cutting back on the costly. So, concerning the things we pursue, and for which we vigorously exert ourselves, we owe this consideration. Either there is nothing useful in them, or most aren't useful. Some of them are superfluous, while others aren't worth that much. But we don't discern this, and we see them as free when they cost us dearly. Seneca Of Seneca's many letters, this is probably one of the most important and one of the least understood. He's making a point that goes unheard in a society of ever bigger houses and ever more possessions. That there's a hidden cost to all that accumulating. And the sooner we're aware of it, the better. Remember, even what we get for free has a cost, if only in what we pay to store it, in our garages and in our minds. As you walk past your possessions today, ask yourself, do I need this? 
Is it superfluous? What's this actually worth? What is it costing me? You might be surprised by the answers and how much we've been paying without even knowing it. Yeah, so I find that very interesting to me because it's easy for me sometimes to get caught up in thinking about the things I don't have or things that I want. Especially in today's society where it's never been easier in the world to order off of Amazon. You got like same day shipping, all that kind of craziness, you know, in with Instagram or whatever. You always see people kind of, you see the best version of everybody's self pretty much. Where they have their new new laptop or the new phone or whatever. It's easy to be like, oh, I should get that or I want that. But we don't need to focus on that or think about that stuff. It's kind of, it's it's important to realize how you're spending your time. And are you spending your time on what is important to you? And another thing to look at is like, as it says here, if we are exerting ourselves to do something and we're doing it vigorously, is it useful? Like, for me, if I'm sitting there just watching YouTube, wasting my time, it's not really useful right? So I have to do a better job of trying to do things that are more useful to me, such as writing, such as rewriting, and, you know, practicing practicing how I deliver my bits, all that stuff. Those are things that are going to be more useful to me right now. And of course, you got to spend time with your friends and with your family and make sure that you don't let your relationships suffer as well. And if you're spending time thinking about, like, how am I going to get my next phone or what's this next little whatever, it's just it's it's not really a great place to be in my opinion and I've definitely been there and kind of was there not too long ago so that's why I like this stoic philosophy it's just practical and it's something that was from you know 2,000 years ago and it's hitting home today for me um, and another one I wanted to share with you and I might be a little biased because this one's actually uh, from June 30th which is my birthday but this one's titled, uh, The Obstacle is the Way. And it's a quote from Marcus Aurelius. <clears throat> While it's true that someone can impede our actions, they can't impede our intentions or our attitudes, which have the power of being conditional and adaptable. For the mind adapts and converts any obstacle to its action into a means of achieving it. That which is an impediment into or to action is turned to advanced action. The obstacle on the path becomes the way. Today, things will happen, or so Mark Sorelli said that, and then Ryan goes on to say, today things will happen that will be contrary to your plans. If not today, then certainly tomorrow. As a result of these obstacles, you will not be able to do what you planned. This is not as bad as it seems, because your mind is infinitely elastic and adaptable. You have the power to use the stoic exercise of turning obstacles upside down, which takes one negative circumstance and uses it as an opportunity to practice an unintended virtue <clears throat> or form of excellence. If something prevents you from getting to your destination on time, this is a chance to practice patience. If an employee makes an expensive mistake, this is a chance to teach them a valuable lesson. If a computer glitch erases your work, it's a chance to start over for, with a clean slate. If someone hurts you, it's a chance to practice forgiveness. If something is hard, it's a chance to grow stronger. Try this line of thinking. 
and see whether there is a situation in which you could not find some virtue to practice or derive some benefit. There isn't one. Every impediment can advance action in some form or another. And I think that's just, that one I love because this is a problem I have often. When I see some little obstacle, I'll be turning mountains into molehills real quick. I mean, for example, I went to that new open mic last week for the first time, and it went fine. I saw the same people there I see at Winston's, and I've seen around the comedy scene. It was no, there was no big surprise or shocker. And for some reason, I was just like, oh, no, I don't want to go. It's going to be this. Or no, I don't want to go and do that. I'm making up whatever kind of excuse it is in my head. But once I went, it was good. Sure, I didn't have the best performance. Who cares? But I, I, I felt like I grew. I'm getting better and just putting myself out there a little bit more. That's what it's about. The obstacle is the way. I was like looking at that as this obstacle. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to overcome it. I kept putting it off. And then I just did it. And it was painless. You know, not completely. The bomb was still a little painful. But, <clears throat> you know, that's what it's about. And that's why Stoicism has this practical knowledge that's very, you know, spot on for me at least. The way my brain works, the way I look at things, I can get feeling sorry for myself from time to time or trying to make a little pity party. Who knows? But that's not that's not what I want to be focusing on. I want to be focusing on the more important things. I want to, as I said a, a few episodes ago maybe, I got to be a little bit obsessed with comedy. And I got to be balanced too. I got to be healthy. I got to be exercising, meditating, journaling, doing all that stuff that gets me flowing and building momentum because I want to keep rolling. I want to have that force behind me. I want to be like Marshawn Lynch who's just fucking shedding off tackles and, you know, breaking through people. No one can stop me. That's what I need. And if I'm doing my best version of me, which is practicing a little bit of this Stoic philosophy, meditating daily, writing on my journal daily, exercising as much as possible. <laughs> I should do that daily, but I don't. All that type of stuff <clears throat> really helps get me in the best headspace. And I just kind of wanted to share that with you because maybe it'll help you get a routine that works for you. Because this is only this is the routine that works for me. And it's not going to work for everybody. Of course not. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> you have to find out kind of what clicks with you. And uh, I, there's also a few things I want to share with you besides that. There's a great YouTube channel that has a ton of stuff about philosophy. And, you know, Stoic, Stoic philosophy is on there. A bunch of other stuff's on there. But it's called The School of Life. And that's where I kind of got a, a lot of my education just the, the quick and dirty version of it to figure out what I would want to learn more about. And that's kind of where I learned a lot about stoicism and that type of stuff. So yeah, go check out the School of Life channel on YouTube. I think their second curriculum is actually the one that has a lot of the philosophy stuff. So check that out. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Just talking a little bit about building that momentum and using the stoic, like stoic ideas behind it too, to kind of mesh it together and really keep me going in the right direction and be ready for when shit goes wrong because it's going to go wrong and I'm not going to be able to expect it, but I should be ready for it. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and have a good one. I 
Serving food for the thought like it's rock to the fiends I said this shit for years, what is life ain't what it seems Saying that you can't just solidify, you never will Say you would, say you could, but you ain't got the skill You gotta climb the highest mountain to master the hill You gotta climb over your ego to master your will Gave up on your dreams for a suit and a pension, goddamn I hope y'all here for the intervention You say you would if you had the money, don't make me mention It don't cost nothing but time for you to pay attention Now, don't get me wrong, I know there's people out there hating on you And it feel like your self-esteem is breaking on you All they ever seem to do is hate when you speak They spend seven days praying on a week I know the world's sleeping on you like a sedative Talk all you want about me, homie, I'ma let it live Hate it, it's hate it, I say I sound repetitive Hating in your blood, you was born to be negative Never been I struggle every day, but I just can't let the devil in And if I knew back then what I know right now what I know. Well, folks, there you have it. That is it for the 18th episode of the Millennial Manchild Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. It was fun for me. It's a good reminder to look at this Stoic philosophy again and kind of get back into it and immerse myself into it again because it just has so much practical use and it helps put me in a better mindset. So I hope you got a little something from that. I know it was good for me, Um, but yeah. Speaking of that kind of stoic mindset, building momentum and keeping it going, um, I finished the last lecture finally, which, you know, not fi- not finally, it was a pretty quick read for me, did it in a week, but it felt good to get that under the belt. I don't know if it's going to count towards my yearly goal, as I said, because, you know, I've already read it before, which also made it a little bit of an easier read, but it's a good reminder. Um, talking about, you know, living your best life and just going, being able to chase after your dreams. Because this guy who, you know, the last lecture, it's called the last lecture because it's about giving a lecture to your students. Like, what would you say to them if you were to die tomorrow? Except this guy's actually dying. So he's legitimately like giving this last lecture. And it's just very interesting because he talks about his life, the things he did right, the things he did wrong. And really, it's really inspiring because this guy, you know, died maybe... 46 years 47 years old but he lived a crazy fulfilled life he made a lot of his dreams come true and he talks about how he had to push through these walls that most people would seem to like i can't get through that how am i gonna how am i gonna overcome that and that has to do with the same thing that we were talking about earlier in the episode the obstacle is the way you know he talks about how he makes these things happen you know being stubborn just really finding a way looking at it from a different angle and then making it happen. And it's really fascinating to just and inspiring to kind of see him talk about that and to know that he was trying to help leave a little bit of this legacy behind again too for his children to read. It's just a really cool book and it's one that I've given out to multiple people because I think it's such a good read. But it's a good it's a good one for me to just kind of look at again. It gives me that perspective. And it really kind of like I said, building that momentum, using stoicism, getting that back into my life getting reading back into my life, writing, all that stuff. All this, like even the podcast that I'm doing right now, all of this is going to compound into me being a better writer, a better 
orator, you know, being able to speak properly, articulate myself clearly, which, you know, I do a very poor job of at this point, but I'm getting better. That's what it's all about. Just a little tiny bit here and there. Every tiny step I take is, is better. And then, you know, I'll have my slip-ups, fall down, get back up. But eventually I'll be at the top of that mountain, hopefully. That's the plan, right? So yeah, besides that, life is good. Been spending the time in a better way lately, so I'm happy about that. And just trying to, you know, keep that going. And I think I'll be able to do it. Looking forward to uh, eventually, oh, uh, I was going to mention here, eventually I am going to uh, make those tie-dyes. I'm going to pick the winners. The, the I have the list. I just haven't done it. I keep putting it off, and I apologize about that. But, uh... I, I will be doing that here soon, so I, my my apologies there. Um, it is happening still. Somebody, two people will be winning shirts. We'll see who they are. Ooh, I'll be making a video or something for that too, probably. That'll be fun. So um, when I draw it out or whatever, I'll make a little, put all the numbers in a hat or something. I don't know. I'll figure it out. But that'll be coming up here soon. And yeah, that's really pretty much it. Um, I'll hit you with uh, two things to check out. You should go check out the School of Life channel that I mentioned earlier because it's awesome and has a lot of great stuff there on YouTube and it's free. And the other thing to check out, obviously you got to go check out some Stoicism. Go check out some Stoic philosophy. Go look up Marcus Aurelius's Meditations. That was a great book for me. It's free on the internet. You don't have to pay for it. There's a downloadable P PDF, I'm sure. So just... Go there to Google, type in that, and boom. You can start reading a little bit of that right there today. And uh, so I recommend those two things. Um, and lastly, I'll hit you with the music here. Uh, in order, it was Feel Good, Chip the Ripper, Never Been, Logic, and then this song. I just found this hilarious, so I had to throw it in here. Thank you, Spotify Discovery Weekly. Uh, Steve Harvey. By Inglewood and Young Gravy. That song's hilarious. So enjoy. I hope you uh, have a good one. And until next time, Millennial Manchild. Out. So today, we're playing for cash. Fast money. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is coupon? Gravy run the game. Young Steve Harvey, hey. Gravy Kung Fu, finesse the thotties out your party, hey. yeah I run the game, Young Steve Harvey, Gravy might take you on a bad bitch safari, Gravy run the game, Young Steve Harvey, hey. pull up on your bitch in my leather on my Harley, yeah I run the game, Young Steve Harvey, Gravy stole your bitch, I didn't mean it and I'm sorry, I think I might go start my own game show, Something like Jerry Springer, but we making up. Whoa. And you can also get slime. Get a question wrong, it'll happen every time. Hey, I just gotta pull the lever. And we got a bad bitch telling you the weather. My goodness, gravy happened. High chance of ice, frostbit wrist. I don't gotta tell you twice. Ice, ice, ice. Wouldn't that be nice? television show you don't have to guess the price holy shit you just roll some dice and wake up with a bad bitch out in paradise gravy run the game young steve harvey 
Gravy come through finesse the thotties out your party. Yeah, I run the game. Young Steve Harvey. Gravy might take you on a bad bitch of farm.